Welcome to Cindy and Joe Show. I'm Joe. I'm Cindy. And we are your hometown team. Yes. And today we are talking. Well, today, yeah, today we obviously are here today. We're going to So we are talking about the Tigers. They have won two straight. From They, they got their ass kicked by the Yankees. They come home for a 10-game homestand. So I ask you, Cindy. How many do they have to win to make you feel good? It's not a matter of the number that they're going to win. What I'm looking for. Well, that's not, not what I asked. <laughs> I'm looking for, because I, I, I'm not so concerned about the number. I am going to the Saturday game on the 18th, okay? I need to be entertained. Who are they playing on the 18th? The Rangers. They have a good shot to win that game. But I'm worried about the first six games, I think. Uh, yeah, the first no. seven games. I don't think you have to worry about that. No. Let me tell you why I have to worry about that. Because the Blue Jays have been hot. They are absolutely scorching earth. They're 8-2 in their last time. Then they play the White Sox. Then they play the Rangers. Right. And I'm worried sick that they are going to get swept by the Blue Jays. And I'm worried sick that they are going to get beat twice by the White Sox. And I understand your concerns. I do. But I don't think that's going to happen. In fact, Mm. Joe, I'm going to make somewhat of a bold prediction. Here comes the bold prediction. The bold prediction. Joe thinks, by the way, that I have now boarded the crazy train when I told him in the last segment what my bold prediction was. Mm. And that is that I believe that the Detroit Tigers have a shot at getting into the playoffs. <laughs> you have boarded Ozzy Osbourne's crazy train. <laughs> or or in the in terms of Buck Cherry, crazy beat. <laughs> Do you even want to hear my thoughts about why I think this? Listen to this, listen to this. Okay, let me give you my rationale, and you can go and tear it up. Tear it up. All right. Here's the thing. If you look at the Detroit Tigers and their record so far this year, it is less than inspiring, but the last 10 games have been better. And as you pointed out, Joe, they won the last two. Here's the most encouraging part of all that. Up to this point, the Detroit Tigers have and still have one of the worst records in the entire game of baseball, but certainly the worst record in the American League for games away. Okay. They have their eight and 13, which is tied for the worst record. I think actually the Cincinnati Reds have the worst record for the entire league. Uh, but in the American League, the Tigers are worst on the road. The good news is these last two games they won against the Pirates were on the road, they were in Pittsburgh. So that's great. Also, if you look at their away games to the last 10 games going back, you can see that they're, they have improved tremendously. I would say take the Yankees series out of it because that's a bit of an outlier because the Yankees are the best team in baseball right now. They're over 700. So you can't really take that into consideration. Here's why I am encouraged and why I think that the next between now and the 4th of July, when we have our 4th of July show, 
we are going to be able to make a significant, um, we're going to have significant insight on how the Detroit Tigers are going to end up and how, whether or not they're going to make it into the playoffs because they are currently right now in third place in the AL Central. Okay. As we all know, the teams that make it into the playoffs are the three top teams out of each one of those divisions, right? The top team out of each one of those divisions. I believe that the Detroit Tigers have a way forward to overtake the Minnesota Twins in the AL Central. Now, that is the worst division in the American League, granted, but it would still secure them a playoff spot. They're going to be playing against the White Sox at home. Tigers have a better record at home than the White Sox have on the road. So they have a great opportunity in their series coming up with the White Sox. They also have an opportunity when they play the Rangers. So they've got a tremendous option because they're going to be at home for that. So they've got a stretch of home games coming up against teams that do poorly on the road. So that's a tremendous opportunity for them. And the White Sox are currently tied with the Guardians for second place in the division. So if they can sweep the Sox, the Guardians also have a tough schedule coming up. The fact that the Tigers have a favorable schedule coming up and the fact that their rivals in the AL Central have difficult schedules coming up. Also, the fact that they are only eight and a half games out of first in the division, that gives them a tremendous opportunity. By the 4th of July, they could be sitting in second place in the division, and that would poise them to take out the Twins, who, by the way, are not doing very well. You put them in any other division, and the Twins are third, fourth place in the division in the AL Central. They're in the top spot. I think the Detroit Tigers have an opportunity here if they do the right things over the next two weeks. We reevaluate this 4th of July. We could be looking at the Detroit Tigers looking at the opportunity to take a playoff spot. Go. Oh, boy. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, I think I hit the crazy train, you know, the crazy and the crazy B. Um, the crazy on you, heart. That was a good, that was good, that's a good song. Um, you're nuts. Like, you, you, you got to be kidding me. See, you have to break it down in 10 games. My philosophy is this. They have to win six games to make me feel comfortable. There are 10 games under 500. I need to be in single digits by the time we be hop on the road again. And I need it because you're playing the Blue Jays. You're playing the White Sox. The White Sox is a big series because it's in division. You need to win those games. You need to steal one against the Blue Jays. The Blue Jays have been red hot. But, you, you know... They, the White Sox series, you got your ace going on the mound in Tarek Scoble. He's been playing phenomenal. You need guys to step it up. The offense needs to step it up against Blue Jays. And hopefully you can win six out, six out of these ten. Well, exactly. And here's the thing. If, if, the, if the Tigers can improve their road game average, their average at home, they're doing very well at home. If they can improve their road trip average, they are going to poise themselves because of the division that they're in and the competition they have, which is not stellar, okay? They have an opportunity to actually be competitive and get into that top spot. But they have to do better on the road. And if this little stint with the Pirates is any indication of what's to come, if they are, in fact, improving their, their uh, road trip performance, they've got a shot. They've got a shot at overtaking Minnesota. Minnesota's not that great. They're only eight and a half games out. They're only four games out of second place because the entire division is abysmal. I'm not saying they have a chance to be competitive once they get into the playoffs. 
I think they, I think anybody, there's no winner coming out of the AL Central, okay? They're just not because the division is so bad. But because of that, it gives the Detroit Tigers a unique opportunity if they continue trending the way they are. See, I think that why you need to get under the you need to get to five hundred because if you get to five hundred, if you get six, we win six out of ten, right? You win six out of ten, and you beat the, the White Sox twice, and they and that you could potentially make up ground there. I mean, you're chasing the Twins, who have been really, really good at home, seventeen and twelve. The run differential for the Tigers is minus sixty. It needs to be way better than that. I mean, the Blue Jays, they're they're seven they're seven they're seven and three in their last ten. They lost today, I think. Um, yeah, they lost eight to four. But the the this is this is their last couple games, okay? Seven nothing, eight nothing, eight. They they scored six runs against the Twins. They scored twelve runs against the Twins. They scored oh they scored three there. They scored eight against the White Sox and they scored seven against the White Sox. You're gonna to have to score. It's this this whole. You're talking about Toronto. Yeah. But it doesn't matter because that doesn't affect where the tiger, whether or not the Tigers end up in the playoffs. All they have, all the Tigers have to do, is best best Minnesota. And I think Minnesota is beatable. The the White Sox are beatable. Anybody in their division right now, I believe the Tigers can contend with. That's my point. So whether or not Toronto is hot, I don't care. None of nobody in our division is you're saying minnesota's playing well compared to what and quite frankly they've got a tough schedule coming up so they're need, gonna have a chance i need to win six out of ten because your schedule gets tough at the at the end of june you know you go you're going to be going to play boston in boston they have caught they're better than their record is i mean you just got to look at it like like it is like they have to win these games because it's absolutely huge to get back in the hunt you look at you look at the teams that they play after they leave the road they go play boston they go play arizona three three times and then they go play the giants who are another team that's a pain in the ass to play you're gonna have to go on the west coast body change six out of ten is absolutely necessary to stay in that that range and that's why i'm saying i think after the fourth of july we we'll need. Be, I need. We, I need to see progress by Fourth of July. We're gonna. We're gonna be able to. But see I need it to see progress by. But I need to see progress by the time I go to the game the next day. <laughs> I need to see six. So of, you have selfish motivations for this. Okay, because number one, <laughs> I hate bad baseball. That's number one. Number two, who likes bad baseball? Well, you, I mean, come on. The baseball elite are. Re- they're dumb. <laughs> Like they they think they there's people that think the Tigers are well all you got to do is put a guy out there with the last name of Clemens and they're happy. <laughs> don't don't get me started. Don't get me started. Here here's even something more to get you even more started because oh, we want this to be entertaining for people who are listening. In the event, let's just talk about some hypotheticals. Let's say after the Fourth of July, we are looking at Tigers who are actually in contention for a playoff spot. Because everything has gone the way Cindy has said. Do we then give, does that buy Al Avila a little bit of a get out of jail free card with you? <laughs> okay, if you didn't see what just happened, because obviously we're on a podcast, I just kicked something over because. That was great. 
Because listen, <laughs> if I have, if I have to stomach another year of uh, Vila, I'm gonna go out of my mind. Right. You know, you know, you know how I hated the Matt Patricia and the Bob Cleaner for the Lions. The boobs of Detroit. The boobs. <laughs> well, guess what? We have a third boob with the Tigers. Some people may find that interesting. Well, did you know 5% of people have third boobs? Oh, my God. That is actually a stat. <laughs> there you go. The stats that you don't expect and you don't hear anywhere else. It's the it's the, the triple And here stats. in Detroit, we have a third boob. His <laughs> name is Albie. And listen. The Avalon, guy, get it right. Okay. <laughs> he, he, do, he doesn't want his name being told right. Oh, God. He doesn't want his name being told right. We can go and we, I, he, he, just go back in the repertoire and see what I think about Albie. <laughs> It's out there. <laughs> I can't stand this guy. And the fact that this, and you know, you know what the sad part about this? There is actually people in the Tigers fan base who thinks that he's doing a good job. How could you possibly think that? What criteria are they using? Oh, the pitching's good. Sweet, the pitching's good, but we can't score. You know what it's like? I'll tell you exactly what it's like. This Tigers team is like the guy who has the nice car. Right? Nice car. But he's ugly and fat. Like, <laughs> it doesn't matter what he does. It, he can have a Ferrari. He's going to pull someone. He's going to pull some chick that has no intuition. And she's going to be like, he's got a Ferrari. He's rich, right? And then they, then he gets out of the car. Then, then he, he rolls down the then he gets window out, and he, you see no, what he looks like. No, then he gets out of the car. Oh, and she's like, God bless America, that guy is not what he showed himself to be. You know, he looks skinny. Right. He looks skinny in the front. It's because your expectations are so high when you see the car and you see the guy get out and you realize, oh, no. it doesn't match. Now you, now, now you have to be boat girl, right? <laughs> like you, you see these, you see these chicks. They're like slutting it up for some old dude. Because they got a boat. Because they got the boat, yeah. We talked about right. this before. We did. We, and you know what? It's summertime, so it's perfect time to start talking about making references to boat girl. Boat, and boat guy. Boat guy and boat girl, yes. We, we, yes. We, yeah. That's exactly what the Tigers are. They are boat guy. They have the boat. And Jobby Nooner will be coming up for those of you out there. You want to talk about getting syphilis. <laughs> that's where you get syphilis. <laughs> That's where you see the film on the water. I mean, you're like, I'm afraid of what that could be. How, imagine a day where you go see the Tigers, and then you go to Jobby Nooner. You talk about you talk about a time where you're going to get blind and syphilis at the same time. You get screwed twice on that day. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like I listen, I if Alvila's here another year, yeah. I mean, I don't have I don't have any faith in Alvila. I I I look at smart baseball people, and they don't have faith in them either. Yeah. If this buys him another year, oh my god! Like I can't. I. It's bad enough he's gonna get another draft. Draft. He's gonna draft like another forty pitchers that we don't need, and he's gonna pass on like a generational player, player like Marcelo Meyer. He is. He is Steve Eisman. If Steve Eisman was hooked on crack, okay, that's who Alabama is. <laughs> Well, so okay, I didn't mean to like trigger you. Yes, I did. Um, and that's she told she told she totally did it, and she got her wish. She got her wish. But I do think that if the Tigers can improve on the road, I believe if they can continue to trend the way that they have been trending because of the unique uh, situation 
uh, in the AL Central. I think they have an opportunity to to actually earn a playoff spot. And uh, but I agree that uh, they're going to get knocked out right away. There's no winners in that in that division. Um, I mean, it's the disparity in, in in all the stats are absolutely amazing, and you compare them across divisions. So. Tigers find themselves in a, in a unique position. They can take advantage of that. Let's see if they do it. We might need uh, might need Joel Zamaya. Might need Zoom Zoom to make another comment to oh get him over God. that. You know hump. what? In, did you see his, his 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 Facebook live where he claimed he fixed the Tigers? Uh, got, listen, Joel, you got that graphic from us, <laughs> not the other way around. You know what it was? It was a great marriage. It was a great partnership. You had the graphic. From between the whistles, and you had the commentary by Joel Zamaya. Hey, Joel, might be something there, buddy. Might want to think about that. He, he's he's playing guitar here. <laughs> he's playing guitar. And listen, listen. We have talked about the Tigers, and we have talked about you know they've won they won today and they won yesterday. Yeah, and on the road, and that was good. Now yeah, let's hope. I that, expect them to win yesterday. And it wasn't a throwaway I, team either. Pittsburgh's was, not a throwaway. Yeah, Pittsburgh's a throwaway. I don't know about and, that. It, well, Pittsburgh's. You know, They're not the Cincinnati Reds. No, you know you know what Pittsburgh is. <laughs> Pittsburgh is the Salvation Army of Major League Baseball teams, <laughs> and it's just it's just incredible that that guy can own a team and absolutely pay nothing for his players. And like the city of Pittsburgh, no wonder they don't come out and support this guy. I mean, they have the Penguins and the Steelers in town, and we got the Pirates spending ten million dollars a year. I like. like you imagine, you imagine being in the same city as the Penguins and the and the Steelers, two of the two of the most iconic, uh, you know, franchises in their sport, and you spend ten million dollars, you are the Salvation Army, like you really are. And the Tigers, they better get their they better get their crap together because they might start being in the the Buccos territory. Well, but the bottom line is, you know, the Pirates were third in the NL Central. So it's not. I don't think they're quite the throwaway another, team. But another garbage. You know, the Centrals are the garbage division. They, they are. They, they are really just, are. They're so bad. I mean, you go and you look at, at at some of these, and it's ridiculous. I mean, the Orioles, for God's sake, and the AL East. You want to talk about a powerhouse uh, division? There, you look into the the AL East, but uh, the Orioles, which are in the last place in the AL East, have a better percentage than the Detroit Tigers do. It's pretty bad when you're worse than Baltimore, but we've talked about that. But but what I'd like to talk about and focus on when we're talking about the Detroit Tigers is the trending. Where's the trending going? There's no doubt they were a train wreck. I mean, I, they were trending so bad. When you look at where they've come from to where they are now, the amount of progress that they seem to have made or the turnaround that they seem to have made um, between the you know the first part of the season uh, and then now, which you can still argue we're still in the first half of the season, obviously, but the turnaround that they've made, I think, is is actually astronomical. The question is, can they maintain that? Can they improve upon it? If they can, and if this is a true, if they turned a true corner here. That's where I think their opportunity lies because I don't see their competition. Uh, I, I see they've kind of hit a – a lot of their competition has hit their ceiling, whereas I think the Tigers are certainly on their floor. They've got ways to go here, and that's why I think there's an opportunity. I won't believe until the offense actually starts scoring. 
And I can, I'm not arguing that. Let's see. But they've made tremendous progress. Let's see if that progress will continue. I can't wait to talk again. Fourth of July is our benchmark, Joe. That's when we're going to know. We will see. And if I come back next week and I am I'm going to a garbage baseball game, I'm going to totally trash you for your take. <laughs> I look forward to it, sir. I relish it. In the next segment, we'll be talking the Lions who are on the upswing. We will explain in the next segment. Let's go.